Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. Oh, excuse me. This is Caroline. You got your lawnmower on? I just, you know, using my lawnmower for a little bit. No big deal. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Y'all, this is Quickie Tuesday. Quickie Tuesday. We got some good news. <sighs> Bloodies, we are so glad that you guys have been tuning in to t- our double episodes. Yes, is that what it's called? I two guess. times a week. Two episode. times a week. You're getting us two times a week. And it's two great. times a week. We know you love it. We hope that you're enjoying it. If you're first time listener, Find us on all the platforms. All of them. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Not TikTok, but maybe. Maybe. Um, also, push that subsi- subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And tune in to enjoy some news right now. I got it, Caroline. But first, um, who is supporting this podcast today? That would be Manscaped. Let's go, Manscaped. Manscaped. Have you heard of Manscaped? Because if you haven't, we're going to tell you a little bit about it. Um, They have recently launched this performance package, which is what you see if you're watching us on YouTube. You see in front of us, it has the weed whacker, which is nose and ear hair trimmers. It has the lawnmower, which is for down there. So you can keep those family jewels nice and clean and shiny and beautiful. So we have an offer for you. it's 20% off. And all you do is go to manscaped.com, use code BHH, that's B-H-H, and you get 20% off. Manscaped.com, and you get all these cool things. You get some boxers, you get a bag, you get deodorant, ball deodorant, you get ball toner. I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah, that performance package 4.0 will not disappoint. What we have found out, too, is there is two options. There is a subscription option. So, for example, my future sister-in-law brought bought my brother a package. He finally got it, and he opened it up, and it was like, he was excited, she said. He was so excited about it. And I think about it as, men, you guys don't have a lot of pampering type items right women we do this all the time yeah 
Um, but men, y'all don't have those things to really take care of your area down there, which you should. And so reward yourself or ladies reward your loved ones with one of these 4.0s. But um, she did the subscription every three months so she can replenish the, the ball deodorant and that toner and stuff. And so there is a $14.99 subscription. If you choose to do that, there's an option not to. Perfect. 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 Okay, y'all, don't forget it is BHH. Go and get those stocking stuffers now. And you will get free shipping, by the way. Free shipping. Free shipping. No matter where you live. Even awesome. if it's in Mississippi or, or Cairo. Cairo or Alaska. Yeah. Or Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, this, our drinks are brought to you oh. by some special people today. I'm so excited. We got a couple of um, people who... Bought us drinks for the show today. Yes. Thank you to Sandra Hancock. And Nicole, uh, no, Danielle and Heather. Danielle and Heather. Sandra, my goodness. Thank Y'all you. You are so great. You can always, you can buy us drinks for the podcast while we're over here, you know, just uh, bloody happy houring. And they bought us some Grey Goose and some orange they juice. They did. They brought us Grey Goose. And Y'all some are so fancy. cranberry because it's Saturday and we are recording on a Saturday. Wait, why are we recording on Saturday? Oh. oh. We'll, think... we'll talk about it Thursday? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we'll just see. We'll see. I mean, this is the quickie, so we got to get through this quickie. Okay, so I got some news for you guys, and if you are have been following the Delphi murder, yes, who hasn't? If if you haven't, you will now. So let's take it back to February of 2017. It's actually on your birthday. Caroline. I know, I know, I know. So it's about five and a half years ago. There were two girls: 13 years year old Abigail Williams and 14 year old Liberty German. It was like a snow day, but it wasn't a snow day, so they didn't have to go to school, so they were going to have a sleepover, and they went for a hike, and their dad was going to pick them up. Libby's dad was going to pick them up in a little bit. Um, When Libby's dad came to pick them up, they were not there, and the next day, their bodies were found in a wooded area near the Monon High Bridge, Bridge. Bridge, where their bodies were dropped off. So, um, this crime scene, the police later said, looked staged or posed. Right. Um, But they did have a cell phone and a video, a grainy Snapchat video. Yep. And what I learned this morning is that Libby was into true crime and she wanted to be a forensics person. So, the police said that um, she had the wherewithal to know to video her captor. So this video has been out for the past five and a half years. It has some audio. um, And so you can go and you can find that. But they were hoping that this video and this audio would bring in some information. I mean, when do you get a video and audio of a suspect? Like, well, I know when you get a video, but... This is like, you see you see him walk a little bit, you hear him talk, uh-huh. and it's a small town. It's a small town. What I found out is he's not from there, but he had been there for a little bit. Um, they even were really smart. They put out the first conference. They were like, here, well, here's this person, here's this video. We are hoping this person can help us 
with this case. We are hoping that um, they have seen something or that can tell us anything. This person is not a suspect that is smart because neighbors, family members, friends can't see their, unless you're me, can't see your friends and your family members as murderers or right. kidnappers, right? So they were kind of doing that reverse psychology, but it still didn't work. Then they let her release this person as a possible suspect, and nobody said a thing. Um, so there was a small break, I guess, last year. I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast. We didn't. It ended up being unrelated. That well, was a perv. That we know. Well, it ended up being that that guy, there was a catfisher guy, big, fat, ugly guy that was posing as a young model that was talking to a lot of young women, and he ended up was having conversations with one or both of the girls at one yeah, time. Yeah. So later on, they they brought it up. This could be connected. Um, I don't know if they officially disconnected, but we haven't. They they have said that it's unrelated besides him having that conversation with the girls, inappropriate conversations with the girls. Yeah, and he's like a convicted sex offender. Yeah, he's gross. They found so much child porn. So that guy... So then that was it for a while, right? Yeah. Until this past week. Yes. And the police started searching a guy's house named Richard M. Allen. Oh, he, Keegan Klein was that guy. Keegan I Klein, yeah, was yeah. the other guy. He's from Delphi. Um, he's not from Delphi, but he lives in Delphi. I think he's lived there for like 20 plus years, right? Well, I well probably I don't know. I th I thought I saw twenty thirteen that he moved there in twenty thirteen, but maybe not. Um, I've so many cases in my head. Yeah. He was a pharmacy tech. He had just become a pharmacy tech in twenty seventeen, and he was at the local CVS there in Delphi. Um, he was arrested and formally charged with murder, and he's held in jail right now without bail. Now, he's pleaded not guilty for the initial hearing, um, but there's another hearing that's going to, another pretrial hearing in January. Um, now, what we know is they searched his house, and they impounded his black SUV. They took out a lot of things like clothing and books and cloths and Blankets and towels and just all these things that might lead to something. Shoe boxes, shopping bags. They even dug holes in his backyard and had metal detectors. What do you think they're looking for? Body. Keepsakes. Keepsakes. <laughs> I was we saying have remnant. the bodies, right? We don't know. We there is so yeah. much evidence that the cops have that they have not released. They have a forty-five second video. They've only released like three seconds of it, which uh -huh. is the down the hill. Yeah. So there's snippets. We well, from what Joe Scott Morgan said, that he thinks that on that 45 seconds, it's a little bit more. A like, lot more that like, they don't need to release. Like, like, um, you know, stuff that you wouldn't want to hear. Yeah, yeah. But I would want to hear, but not normal people. Mm -hmm. um, that just doesn't need to be out right now because it's probably going to help them close the yeah. case at some point. Um, he, this guy is married. He has a wife and he has a daughter. The daughter, you look at a side by side, Caroline, I had a picture for you and I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, Looks I a had lot it. like one of the girls. I had posted it when all this came out and they had her face blurred, but it was, it was, they talked about how she looked very similar to, uh, Libby. Yeah, Libby? I think it was Liberty. Um, 
but the the daughter's older now. It you know you got those sleuths that are looking at the Facebook pages, and you see a senior picture of the daughter, mm-hmm. um, her senior year, and she is in the exact same spot. Oh yeah, on this bridge as one of the videos that was leaked of or pictures that was leaked of mm-hmm. Libby. On the bridge, on that same moon hybrid. So people thought that was pretty eerie. And now a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. So check us out on RogueMediaNetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. Nine one one, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house. Uh, do you mean? Could it be? The Bolter House. New from Rogue Media. Two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals, P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story.
Um, Libby's mom also said that she went to CVS and um, they said that had his, her pictures printed. Yeah, like he was one the person who developed the pictures yes. that that they were using for like missing photos. Yes, and gave them to her for free because yes, yes. he actually felt sorry for her. Mm-hmm. He acted like yeah. he did. Oh, nice. Um, his name has, what we know now, has not really come up. He lives at home with his cat, Red Flag, and his wife. And visitors and neighbors just say they can just, they see him outside smoking cigarettes and drinking beer in the driveway. They never have visitors, Red Flag. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't really go anywhere. Also, what we've found is that the wife's Facebook accounts. Oh, yeah. All the posts from 2017 when the murders happened. Magically disappeared. Magically disappeared. How crazy but is that? Somebody did screen record a video that she posted during that time mm-hmm. where he was in his vehicle looking at an oh, iPad. Yeah. Some, looking at something on an iPad. She came and she videotaped him. He closed it real quick, but he looked like, like he was wearing, wearing that blue jacket. That blue jacket that's in the video. Now, that's real far-fetched. Anybody smart would have gotten rid of that jacket. Plus that one picture that they have, this one right here. Yeah. And they have the sketch in the background. Did you hear about that? See how, like, there's this picture of him and there's the sketch oh. of the suspect in the background. I it's see just, it. Yeah. And that looks like it's at his house. I don't know where. It, yeah. I mean, there's her head. Yeah. But you know what? But some, oh, it's at a local bar. But still, it was just. Oh, this is what bar. people have. Yeah. Just. Wow. You know, the sleuths are out there. I feel like he's very proud of what he did and that he's gotten away with it. Well, so here's the yeah, thing. It's like, his... do we think that these are the only ones he's done? Only things he's done. I don't know. Murder wise. Also, about this bridge. Like, this bridge is. Um, like 70 feet off the ground. Uh-huh. So what what the theory was is that the girls were just walking along the bridge, real rackety, like woods, like wood planks are missing. So you have to go pretty slow on it. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you got to watch your balance because there's no like guardrails. But they said it was interesting that he was walking along the bridge, like with his hands in his pockets. Like, so if you were to slip and fall, like, it was just, like, he must have been comfortable on that bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but they say they think that he, the girls and him passed, and then he, like, slowly that turns close. around, and then that's when, like, she pulled out her phone and was, like, got this creepy vibe, and then he, they, they had nowhere to go because they couldn't, like, jump off the bridge, so yeah. they had to, I don't know if he had, like, a gun, but, but then they end up, I don't know how long later they found them or how. The next day. They found their bodies the next day. And they so never the released what, what happened. happened, but yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, they said that their th- throats were slashed. Yeah, yeah. because they, were, they wore scarves at their funeral, um, like, around their neck. So that's really just all we know. They, they went missing one day. Dad got out and tried to f- search for them, couldn't find them. The next day they were... Um, found now i said the crime scene could have been posed or staged and Mm -hmm. that's two different things staged would mean that um the crime scene would have had some happened somewhere else but they staged it to look like it would have happened there Mm -hmm. posed would be like btk where he would just lay things out because he wanted to take pictures of them so he was posing a crime scene so i think 
That's what they're looking for is did he take pictures? If this was a post-crime scene, did he take pictures like BTK did? And is that what they're looking for when they're digging? Also, some things were missing. They think he kept keepsakes, and they don't know. They haven't said what was missing. Right. But he definitely took something from the girls or from the crime scene to remember them by. And so they're looking for that. But he was seen burning stuff in his backyard a couple days before the actual search. So he could have burned all the evidence. I think that um, somehow his... Because here's the thing. Let's say he's been living there for 10 years or Mm -hmm. whatever. It's a small town. Yeah. Somebody had to recognize him. Wife. Wife. So why Mm -hmm. finally, like, can't handle it anymore, goes and tells on him to the police, and then that's where they, like, get some kind of evidence that they don't, we don't don't know about any of this, but I feel like they had, somebody had to go, when they like, because it's been, how do you all of a sudden just find Find something enough to go arrest the guy? Mm -hmm. Like, they have enough probable cause to arrest him that we don't know about. I'm, this is just all my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, And they haven't released, like, what evidence they have. All that stuff is, like, Yep. Kept on the hush-hush. They haven't released. So that's really just all we know. Maybe we'll know in January. And then apparently the... So they didn't release um, some kind of re- arrest. I don't know what it was, but oh, the media is trying to get the police to release, I guess, the reason for arresting him. Uh-huh. And they were like, it's under... Uh, it's like protected under law. Like we're not going to release it. And typically, after somebody's arrested, it's public information. Yeah. And so they went and wrote a letter to the judge saying they're requesting for it to be released. And then the judge is like, "The public is too into this case," and blah blah blah. And he had to he like recused himself from the case. So that was a little strange. The lawyer? the judge. Oh, the judge. The did. judge who would was withholding this. Yeah. Release, like wouldn't release this information and then he was getting mad saying the public was too involved and then he recused himself mm. so i don't know if this judge knew this guy i don't know but Him they or them and it might have been too close and personal but you heard the um the police conference he could barely speak the yeah, police chief yeah, because yeah. he was been pretty, pretty emotional. emotional about mm-hmm. it so it's just a small town and it's a case that has been with them for so long, so I'm glad they are going to get oh some my answers. Gosh, I know, and especially those parents. Well, and then the family. There was an interview with uh, one of the girls' uh, older sisters, and she was saying how they were like, "So, like, how do you feel now that somebody's been arrested?" She's like, "We just kind of we were happy about it, but it's we need a little more. Like, answers, we need yeah. it to be <clears throat> this. He, we want a conviction and." Yeah, to know the, for sure that it was this guy, but well, okay. Crazy. <clears throat> now we're gonna switch to another story yep. that caught my eye this week, um, and it's a story of little Cairo Jordan. You yes. know a little bit about it. Yes. So on April sixteenth, in twenty twenty two, there was a little five year old little boy that was found folded up in a Las Vegas themed like hard case suits case mm-hmm. dead there was this mushroom hunter i've never heard yes, that term yes i know i know <laughs> but it's um never heard that term but he stumbled upon this suitcase 
and there was this dead body. Yep. Well, they didn't identify who this dead this dead body until October, um, just now, and they identified him as five year old Cairo Jordan, and he died of an electrolyte imbalance due to a stomach. Yeah, he bug. was like vomiting and diarrhea. Diarrhea, really yeah. bad. He was he was really sick. But there was never a missing persons report. No. Okay, go ahead. So um, this whole time, the parents of this young boy had never, like there was no, nothing, no missing persons report. So of course you think red flag. Um, And so the mom of this little boy's name is, um, I'm going to call her Ludi (laughs) Anderson. It's a funky name. Yeah. Ludi Anderson, she's 37 years old, and um, she now has arrest warrants out for her for murder, child neglect, and obstruction of justice. So when looking for her, they're also looking for her, f- looked at through her Facebook pages. Yes. Oh, and Did you what see that? they That's what I was found, looking for. I got them. What they found is um, she posts stating that her son oh, was possessed it. by a demon and needed an exorcism. I'll, I'll post these because I have them here. Heard the Facebook post. Okay. Yeah, so I can post these. So um, the first post dated back to December 2021, and this is a quote, I offer a reversal spell, protection spell, and activating your DNA exorcism hex curse, unquote. Um, January 2022 says, I'm using books for this ritual. February 2022, I can't wait to tell you this story. I had to heal myself and Gaia. Gaia is a Greek goddess of the earth, also known as mother of all life, in order to do an exorcism. So she needed to activate, to heal herself and Gaia so that she can do an exorcism for a very powerful demonic force within her son, five-year-old son. Is this... Hippopotamus, hippopotamus, hypothalamus, hypothesis, hypothesis. hypothesis. <laughs> it might be hypothesis. Gaia must be married to hypothesis. Um, and she said she had people in alignment with her and her soul to assist her. March 2022, she said a demon taken had taken over the vessel that was her son. And she believed that he was possessed by a demon who was actually 100 years old. Yes. She had the name of this demon. I never saw the name. Um, It also said that she was previously arrested in South Carolina for child endangerment charges. And when they tried to arrest her, she led them on a high-speed chase with her kid in the car. Her 100-year-old kid. Her 100-year-old demonically possessed kid. Mm -hmm. Now it's April 4th, and Coleman, which is her, I can't figure out if it was her partner, like girlfriend partner, or if it's a good friend, but Coleman is ugly. they both probably ugly, but I do think it it has to be some kind of part, like a girlfriend or something. I don't know. They said said partner, friend, but they never said, like, anything more that I heard. So, but her last name is Coleman. She posted on behalf of Anderson, and she said that um, evil hiding in plain sight, and they are known as avatars. 
and that most children aren't even children. They're an avatar playing a character, and they're actually demons. Okay, well. Is, are these people from, like, New Orleans or anything? Because it sounds one, very... Coleman is from New Orleans. Um, Anderson was not, but they both traveled the world. So they were in Car- Car- South Carolina. They've been seen in California. They were in Las Vegas. That's how they got the suitcase. The bodies were found in Indiana, I believe. So they are just traveling and fleeing. Um, the last thing that was tweeted, Anderson tweeted... Um, FR, I guess that's Father Vincent Lambert, who is the priest for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis, and saying that she needed to speak with him urgently because he performs all the exorcisms. And so the Catholic, every Catholic archdiocese does have somebody who can appoint exorcism in the event that that is needed. Yeah. Her tweet said, good day, sir. I need to speak with you urgently. <laughs> I've survived the death attacks for my five-year-old throughout the five years he has been alive. I've been able to weaken his powers through our blood. I have his real name, and he is 100 years old. Need assistance, please. That was April 12th, and on April 16th, he was found in a suitcase. He would have turned six years old on October 24th. Now the dad is finally coming out. And he made a post, and he was like, I just found out my son was found. You didn't even know your son was missing. Uh, and then there's this aunt, like this great aunt, like on the news. And oh, now they're trying to be on like, the news. Yes, mm. and crying. And so it's like, were they looking, or did she flee, and they, like, they haven't seen him in a long time anyways? What was the nature of the CPS case? So I can... I can understand, Dad, if the CPS case was after her because she has kidnapped him and she's he's been looking for him. Wow. I don't think she has been in touch with anybody in her family in a long time. She's fleeing and she's definitely mental. But two women, okay, like how do you find two people that are okay with doing something that their mind is in sync enough to think this little boy is demonic. Maybe they, they were him. in some kind of cult. Maybe they're Scientologists. I was thinking cults. I was thinking paranoid schizophrenia. Um, and I, then I was like, did he just have a disability? Was he like autistic and he oh, couldn't he, control himself? He probably did. I, always, I go there too. So they did find Coleman. She was arrested. She is is from Louisiana because it does sound real, you know, sketchy. It just sounds real like, um, you know. Voodoo-ish? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, but Anderson is still on the run. She's 5 feet, 5 inches, 135 pounds. We will post her picture and Coleman's picture. She has short, dark hair, but is often seen wearing wigs and hair extensions. Her, <laughs> She's not ugly. Anderson is not ugly. She looks... She's very pretty. Now, Cal, the Coleman girl, she looks scary. Oh, we'll, um, we'll have, yeah, I haven't, I don't remember. She, so we just need to find, be on the lookout for her because Cairo needs to have his justice. And we need to figure out what's going on with these parents. It's pretty crazy. Um, I just have one little thing, the OnlyFans stuff, which, okay. um, so the story's Courtney Clinney or Courtney Clinney Taylor. She is, um, Allegedly killed her boyfriend at the time, Toby Obamselli, and they were on again, off again, boyfriend, girlfriend. Courtney was OnlyFans model. The Toby was her like manager, 
and you might have seen the elevator video of them like fighting in the uh-huh. elevator. She's like beating the crap out of him, and he's just trying to protect himself. Well, then later, um, she he ends up dying because she stabs him. But she says it was self-defense and that she threw the knife across the room and it just landed right in the right spot and just killed him. <laughs> but this knife, I saw the knife, and this blade, it's like full blood. Mm. And so I, you don't just throw a dart at a dartboard. It doesn't go all the way through. It mm-hmm. just barely sticks. So mm-hmm. she obviously did not just throw it from across the room. So recently what was released was a audio recording, and it's about five minutes long. It's he recorded it, and it is... Nuts. It is nuts. What's it saying? Oh, you want to play a little clip? Sure. I got a little clip I can play for you. Oh, this is the one that's censored. Yeah. I don't know where your phone is. Find it. Can you help me find it? I won! So why? Find it! Why are you screaming, man? Not man, but why? You're man, you're man, you're man, little bitch! You're man, you're man! I'm a nigger, what? You're So that's. Wow. Uh, Just a little clip of it. Is something still on? You can. Uh, I posted it on our Instagram, but I can post it again. The full five-minute clip if you want to listen to it. But So it's coming out that she's the actual crazy one. Well, yeah. I mean, that's we've already kind of known that. Oh, I thought you said he was beating her in the elevator. No. Oh, she's, she like, him. slapping him, oh. slapping him, and he's just trying to hold her off. Okay, okay. Like, hold her back. Um, <sighs> I guess I'll post all that because you haven't seen it. No, no, haven't seen it. So that trial is also supposed to be coming up on December 19th. We're so glad you tuned in this Tuesday for just some news. We hope you're enjoying it. If you want to buy us around for Thursday, you can Venmo at Bloody Happy Hour or Cash App at dollar sign Bloody Happy Hour. Yep. And we will see you all Thursday. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF with your weed whacker and your manscape. And your lawnmower and your ball deodorant. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.